Welcome back to the second part of All About BTS. In today's episode, we'll talk about the struggles of BTS with none other than Zara Khan. If you didn't listen to the first part of All About BTS, then I prefer listening to part one first. Struggles of BTS. I mean, only like till each one becomes a BTS member, right? After that, I don't think they might have had like any struggles. Uh, no, they had a lot of struggle, Linus. So first of all, BTS debuted in Big Hit Entertainment in June of 2013. During that time, Big Hit wasn't a large company with great connections. So technically, although they were capable of supporting BTS as a group, they lacked the power to get BTS known in the industry. One of the major things you have to learn in K-pop is that it was monopolized mostly by the big three companies. SM, YG, and JYP, as well as some smaller but not that big agencies like Cube, FNC, Pentagio, etc. Big Hit wasn't exactly at the same league as these companies. During their early debut days, they would get cut off broadcast. Basically, I found this happen when they would perform on music shows, but their songs would get cut off to shorter versions, so uh, so they don't take. Too much time on the show. Example: Watch the early music show stages for No More Dream and We Are Bulletproof Part Two. You would notice that they would remove at least one repetition of the chorus or the bridge or dance breaks. Depends. This occurrence is not actually just for BTS, but also goes for other unknown companies who have no stronghold in the industry. In 2013, Namjoon and Yoongi, that is RM and Suga, went to some kind of an interview wherein hip-hop rappers were invited. I have to be honest, my heart broke when I was watching the video, and I couldn't finish it because I felt so bad for them. Basically, hip-hop and underground rappers criticized both of them for calling themselves hip-hop rappers, that is BTS rap line. because they debuted in an idol group you see idol rappers aren't looked highly upon the rapping community and for a reason because most of them just talk fast and don't exactly rap but there are a few exceptions except that these underground rappers generalize the whole idol rapper community as somewhat inferior to them and then claim bts to be legit rappers One thing that's very insulting about this is that they seem to like to discredit someone's work because they debuted as idol rappers. I feel like this left a mark in rapland especially because they have addressed this issue countless of times in their diss tracks and mixtapes. The hip hop community didn't want them and they were deemed not suited to the idol community. You can probably still find the video in YouTube just search be free and bts but why they were not suited to the idol community at early years the other members have suffered the insults coming from netizens and their standard for beauty namjoon and hoshak were too ugly to be idols and jimin was fat they were criticized for being different from the status quo the fact that namjoon said before that he was thankful for taehyung and jungkook's good visuals because that helped them gain fans 
Jimin had to starve himself to get the perfect figure expected of idols. Nah, that hurts too much. Good thing they know now that we are not here for their looks. In their early years, BTS would attend variety shows such as Weekly Idol to promote their songs and the group itself. The first episode they appeared in, they had to share half the airtime with another group. I don't know which one because I only downloaded their part. Anyway, they were a small group, so maybe half of the normal airtime was enough. When they gained popularity, they were invited again, but this time for the whole episode. I remember the hosts saying that if they knew BTS was going to be popular, they should have invited them more. They're doing fine, but thanks. Not to mention the hosts were just done right insulting some of the members. This is not exclusive to BTS because I'm positive it happens to other groups too. When BTS gained a little popularity, selling around 100 to 150k albums for the most beautiful moment in life part 1, everyone screamed Sajaiki. Sajaiki is the act done by a company wherein they buy their own artist's album to boost sales. Basically, no one believed that a small group such as BTS could sell 100 to 150k albums so they accused Big Hit of Sajaiki. But what they didn't know was that, despite the fact that BTS wasn't very big in Korea, they were gradually establishing a strong international fan base. It's not that they didn't have any fans, there just weren't enough fans back then to actually fight back. Right now, there exists a thing called album receipts where you can tweet that you bought the album to show that actual people are buying it. They continued the witch hunt and accused BTS of wearing bootleg Gucci and compared them to big idols who also, who also wore the original branded clothes. Yeah, because BTS can't afford those clothes, can they? Oh, but it doesn't end there again when Hosha posted the hashtag I need you first win celebrate the anniversary of I need you winning in a music show and trended two hashtags again. This time it was hashtag plagiarism boy scouts meant to mock BTS group name because their translated Korean name is bulletproof boy scouts and hashtag bang then plagiarism. After the epilogue concert, five fandoms participated in a mass bullying hashtag. Again, hashtag plagiarism boy scouts trended after BTS's concert. There were a lot more hate hashtags trending too, almost 10 plus, but this one was the most popular. It was supposed to be a happy moment for BTS because they performed in a bigger venue, but we never get nice things. Key armies were able to get hashtag burn it all up BTS trend one spot higher than the hate hashtag. The K army tried its best to trend other things too like hashtag young forever BTS and so on. You know what's even shittier about this whole situation? It's the fact that BTS knew what was happening. They even put the initials of the plagiarism boy scouts and Sajaiki accusations on their wings VCR before entering a new door. But it's all good now because they've moved on from the hate. I wouldn't have cared at all but BTS saw the fan, fan wars 
and it hurt me because no i may forgive these fandoms but i will never forget the damage they have caused so if you ever encounter armies who say that we only have ourselves believe them because it's true and we are strong on our own now we have the more popular bts the group who has able to break into the us but it doesn't mean there's no struggle armies from the us are having a hard time because there's still some xenophobia when it comes to bts playing on the radio artists who don't even chart on the billboard get more airplay than bts who currently have two albums charting simultaneously in the billboard 200 they are still warming up to bts so let's just hope for the best so why only bts and not any other kpop group um that's a good question from my point of view bts is different from other kpop groups and uh, they have a different idea or concept for their songs when and how did you become a bts army and what would you want to tell the new bts fans first of all uh, i was an uh, army from from 6th grade that time i was not that i was in army but i was not into uh, the more songs but i was listening to the songs their meaning of the song and slowly 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 i became a huge 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 fan of them and they have done so much for the youth to end the hashtag end the violence and all and i want to say to the new armies which will be joining a big family that um I'm not criticizing anyone. I'm just saying my view that uh, if one singer has many fans, they're not cared about their fans at all. They're just in their own world. So BTS is not like that, and they love their armies. They respect the the armies. They give us respect. We give them respect. So it's uh, like one heart, one soul. They say that hate also comes with fame. So do BTS. Uh, with a million of and even a lot more fans really face criticism and like how do they overcome it they suffer from many criticism and plagiarism and um, i just want to say to the haters or antis that judge them when you're perfect and when you judge others you do not define them you define yourself uh, bts is a strong group and armies are there for them to fight the wars they have overcome this with a strong state of mind wow that was a really good message to all the haters no offense but i don't think so you should judge people and to listening to their struggles i hope that you'll know that they have really really gone through a lot yeah and they describe yeah. a lot of their songs so can you tell something more about it Uh, so one of the song i like it with the meaning that uh, we are bullet we are bulletproof the eternal so i want to say few lines from the chorus not with the this tune that throw stones at me we don't fear anymore we are we are together bulletproof yeah we have you we have you even if winter comes again even if i'm blocked off i will still walk we are we are together bulletproof So, yeah they have really worked hard and didn't give up to reach where they are now 
thank you zara for telling us the bts of bts i'm sure they are a perfect role model for artists and anyone in general who is struggling in their journey and and are being criticized continuously so that was all for today and don't forget to follow our podcast so even follow bts on youtube as well and also and as well as on twitter to know more about them stay tuned to the next episode and annyeong, annyeong.